Project Taryag Day 98 And today we're going to look at the mitzvahs that the Ramban adds to the count according to his opinion We're going to look at the mitzvahs Loitase Here also the 17 mitzvahs Loitase that the Ramban feels should have been counted as part of the Minyan mitzvahs and that makes up the, sh- the quota of Taryag after he's taken out the mitzvahs, which he doesn't agree with the Rambam, who counted them as mitzvahs. The first mitzvah he brings is just as there's a mitzvah, a positive mitzvah, of emunah, of knowledge of Hashem, and that he created us and he took us out of Mitzrayim, which is the first of the Dibras. Similarly, there's a mitzvah we instructed not to forget Hashem, and that constitutes kfira. Heresy, if a person not loses the recognition or awareness of Hashem and Hashem's constant guidance over him, and that's the passage which says, Hishomer Lecha, it's the notion of a Mrs. Loita, I say, Pen lest, Tishkachas Hashem, Asheretziach, Amaris Mitzrayim, verse 11. If you get Hashem, it took you out of Mitzrayim. As a continuation of this, the passage also says, Hishomer Lecha. Beware this to forget Hashem. And as a result, that doesn't keep his mitzvahs. And here also, it's an iser to forget the principles of Imuna. Summary of the Pasuk says, If you become proud of your achievements, you'll forget Hashem and forget Mitzrayim. And do all the miracles first in Mitzrayim and now sojourn in the desert. So from all of these, we see. If there's an Isra in the Torah, not to forget, not to lose awareness of the existence of Hashem and His Hashkacha. The second mitzvah, the Ramban says, is to the, the Isra not to forget, Ma'amad Harsinei. And there are famous words of the Ramban in this, the second of his mitzvahs. You should never lose, so to speak, focus on Ma'amad Harsinei. Our eyes and our hearts should be focused there our entire lives. And this is the past success. Guard yourself extremely. Lest you forget the things which your eyes saw. For your entire life. Pass this information over to your children, your grandchildren, and that is Yom Hashemarat Elifnei Hashem Elakecha B'Chayrif. The day that you stood in front of Hashem and Hasina, because the Torah wasn't in principle given to us by a Novi, it was we heard it from Hashem Himself. The third mitzvah the Ramban brings is we instructed. Not to change the way the Kedim are put in the base of Mikdash. And as the Pasuk says, after explaining the building of the base of Mikdash, Everything I've told you, the Shemer, which means God, is not to do different. Like every time the Pasuk says, Hishamer. And therefore, if a person would change the base of Mikdash or the way it's meant to be set up, he'd be over on the Smithers by the fourth mitzvah is instructed not to 
shecht korbanus in order to eat the meat or sprinkle the blood or burn the chalavim out of their place which is in the base of Mikdash or the Hazar where they're meant to be eaten or out of the time uh, allocation which is given to eat them or to burn them in. And a person shouldn't sacrifice to Hashem an animal which is blemished or any bad thing. Hashem despises that. And the Nusra Ramban learns that Kodavara is anything which will make the carbon possible. And therefore, which means the intention to eat or to bring the blood or the meat, the fats of the carbon is back out of its place or its time, which will invalidate the carbon, are called the Dovara, and therefore we instruct not to do that. And then, as an adjunct to this Yisr, we'll be bringing, bringing any other carbon which the Torah tells us not to bring, such as an animal which has had an Averia done to it, whether it's a Nevad or a Vea or a Nirba, and therefore the Torah doesn't want it as a carbon, or an animal which was bought at an Esnan Zaina, or the price for a dog, which also the Torah wants as a carbon, they, they will all be included, as the says, in this general din of not sacrificing a carbon which has not the Dovara. Similarly, he brings up the Sefta that says that if a person will be Makdish a Balmum, or a Vevenirva, and he would then bring it in his back and shecht it and sprinkle the blood and burn the meat, he would be Malkus on each one of those things. And therefore, it would be Malchus for doing this, a symbol that is in Mitzvah's Loita involved. The fifth Mitzvah he brings is the Isra to eat Kachim, which had been shechted with the intention of making them pigle, which means to be eaten or have their blood sprinkled out of their time. All carbons which have been eaten with, in, which have been shechted with the intention of, of uh, eating it or sprinkling the blood, burning it out of its place. In both cases, is it to eat it? There is, however, a difference, and that is in the case of the intention of Chutzin's Manoi, that's called Pigul, and the person that eats it would be Chayef Kores, whereas the intention of Chutzin's Koyim would make it Osur, but there wouldn't be a Kores. We learn it from the same Pasuk, the Pasuk says, if it will be eaten, it will be eaten at two, come to include two kinds of eatings, and the Gemara explains one is referring to Chutzin's Koyim, one is referring to Chutzis Manai, and on that the Gemara says, one is it's a pigle, that's not quite, it's considered rejected, and it says, from one of them, which means one of these two is we just spoke about, then when Yisrael Bichayev Kars, and the Gemara learned it's referring to using it. When the shaft of his pigle out of its place, out of its time, and not out of its place. Either way around, you see from the Gemara that there would be the Isser involved. The sixth mitzvah is not to eat the bird which was shechted as part of the ceremony of purifying the Sarah. Two birds were brought, one was shechted, and the other one was let loose to fry free. And we learn this from Ribui. This is Zeh Shalaytay Chumahem. We're talking about the birds. This is the ones you shouldn't eat from them. And the extra lotion of Zeh comes to include the bird of the Mitzayra, which was Shechtet. 
However, even though it's learned from a drasha, it's considered a mitzvah deraisa. And the reason for that is, is because the Gemara considers something which is aser, even a mashu, it would be mixed or formed to other things. But that's the case that Zamban is a proof that it would be an issue deraisa. The Ramban asks about other things which are also forbidden to eat and also the mashu. And if that's the case, there must also be the raisa, such as the egg da arufa, and the hair of a nazir, or the chamar, the donkey, which wasn't redeemed, and therefore had the mitzvah of arifa, which means his neck was broken. And even here we don't follow these, we don't find extra mitzvahs that the Israelite said to eat them. In each case, they managed to explain how they incorporated in an existing mitzvah which referred to them. Which is not the case by the bird of the nod of the Mitzvah, which doesn't have, so to speak, a base mitzvah which can be part of, and that's why it counts it as a separate mitzvah. The seventh mitzvah, Rabban holds, is that even, even though the Levim, Levim are instructed to take a tenth of the mitzvah they get, which is called Trumas Mitzvah, and give it to a Koyen, they have to take from the regular standard of the mitzvah they got, both the best part, but not from the worst part. And that's the passage which says, It shouldn't be considered doing a very bad when you if you would separate the best of what you get as a Trumas Mitzvah. And that would teach us that if a person wouldn't separate the best, you take from the worst as a Trumas Mitzvah, then it would be considered a Chet. If that's the case, this is considered a Mitzvah Mitzvah. Here again, the Ramban differentiates between two different Isurim. The one is for the person who doesn't separate Truma or Truma's Maeser at all. And if that's the case, besides for being over alive, by eating an unseparated mixture, which is called Tevel, you would also be Chayv Mesvideh Shemaim. And the second case of the person who does separate, if that's the case, really the remaining produce is allowed to be eaten. But since he separates from what's called the worst or the best, it's been over this love of not being not being careful to separate from the best, which is what it's meant to do. The eighth is according to Ramban, and that is not to accept money from the goyim as part of the half shekel which the Jews will contribute it to, and use that money to buy the korbanos. And suddenly we can't accept directly money from them to buy the korbanos. And the positive is clearly umiyad ben neichar from the hand of the non-Jew. You shouldn't use them to bring the sacrifices of Hashem. And the Prophet says, They're considered to be blemished. And they won't be accepted. And therefore, the way that the Prophet explained this process, the Chazal explained it, that any carbon sibyl, which the non-Jew, wants to Contribute is considered as a mum, and those are just about to dedicate the korbanos, even the money which they would give, which is used to buy the korbanos. The ninth mitzvah, not to accept edus miuchedas when it comes to capital cases. Edus miuchedas means that two witnesses saw the action, but the two witnesses didn't see each other, and therefore each was testifying independently about something he saw, and it would be up to us to combine the two testimonies to get two witnesses to the event. And as the Prophet says, Layamus al Echod, you can't kill someone based on one witness. And that doesn't mean just one witness. It means we call Edis Miuchedas 
which means two individual items, not that who didn't come as a group. The tenth mitzvah, and that is a person who's afraid either of battle or afraid of his avaris, which will endanger him in battle. He is prevented from coming to join the battle, and as a result, he will call other people to fear as well. And the process says, He's not allowed to cause other people to feel fear like he does. And that is when we're going out to fight battles against our enemies, we have to be distanced from a cold of anything which is bad, which will cause Hashem to leave the Jewish camp. And that's what the Pasuk says, you must call yourself from anything bad when you're going out to fight a battle. And the experience of doesn't just include rice or acts of immorality, it also includes shikhastamim, murder, or abedazara, or anything else which as a result of that, um, Hashem will take his protection and shikhan away from us. This is how the puzzle continues. Hashem Elokech is Masalech Bekerev Machanecho. Mahoya Machanecho Kodesh. Since Hashem travels with the Jewish camp, we have to maintain His holiness. There shouldn't be any act of immorality which would be a stir, which would be a contradiction to Hashem's Shechina being there. However, other Averis, of that's a severity or being Tomei, which doesn't drive away the Shechina, wouldn't be included in this lab. The Ramban says maybe this also includes the issue which the Gemara learns from here. When the Shemaritim thought of our that a person shouldn't harbor thoughts in the day which are going to bring him to a state of Tumah at night. And maybe that's also due to in the same process. The twelfth mitzvah is when a person is giving his, his assets to his children. He shouldn't take the double portion which the Torah entitles the firstborn son away from him. Or give some of his sons more than the others, which the Torah dictates they should all get equally. The Pasuk says, A person can't give more to the, the child of the wife he loves than the, over the child the wife he despises if that child happens to be the firstborn. The, even the halakhi won't work. And like the Sifri brings here, that you would have to give the older one what he deserves. Nevertheless, the person who tries to change that would be over an Esau. And similarly, if a person would falsely claim that his oldest son isn't his, then in order to deny him his share of the Nakhla, he would be also over on this Esau. The 13th Mitzvah is he prevented from having compassion on a Ritzayach, Killed the Mazid, and as the Pasuk says, You shouldn't feel compassion for him, or be arrested by knocking him Israel. One has to make sure to avenge innocent blood which is spilled in Israel. And as the Pasuk promises us for Toivrach, it will be good for us. Besides, the Mrs. Hasei were based on to carry out the death penalty when they decided in Pascha that that's what's deserved. There's also, Israel not to have compassion on, on the murderer and therefore prevent him from the punishment that he has been 
sentenced to. The fourteenth mitzvah is in the case of Yibum, when the person decides to do Chalitza and separate himself from his connection to his late brother's wife. It's now also for him to marry her or to have relations with her. And it's not just the din that the previous Isser of the fact that it's the brother's wife, which is one of the rise, comes back. And now that it's given as a regular Isser, here we have a special din that asks him to be with her. And the Pasuk says, The brother who didn't build his brother's house, which means he gave a chalitza. And that the Gemara says, He's not allowed to change his mind now and decide to remarry her. And you see in the Gemara that if you would remarry her, it's considered a chiyuv lav and not a chiyuv karas, which is a din for a regular brother's wife. The 15th mitzvah, and that is the person who was Mazana, who was committed acts of morality, or his wife committed acts of morality while was still married, he's forbidden to be with her after that. And the Pasuk says that. And that is the sign to the Isra for a man who divorces a wife who then marries somebody else, the original husband can't come back to her again. Similarly, if she was Mutama, which means she did an Isra while still married to him, it would also be awesome for him to be with her again. And the proof of this is the quantity of Yakiva, who learned that every time a relationship involves an Isra, later I say the child will be a Mamzer. So he says in this case that if a person has relations with his unfaithful wife, the child will be a manzer. The 16th mitzvah is we shouldn't, be angry, we shouldn't be angry to free our slaves when the seventh year comes. And we shouldn't consider it lost that we're losing our workforce, our servants, or loss of income. And as the Pasuk says, It shouldn't be hard in your eyes when you stand him free from you. And as a result, as a bracha, Hashem will give you more blessing in everything that you do. And as even the Torah instructs us to free slaves, we should do it willingly and that shouldn't be hard for us to not in the mitzvah. And lastly, the 17th mitzvah, the Ramban adds, is it shouldn't be hard for us to give tzedakah to our name. And if even a person gives, but he feels so to speak, uncomfortable or unwilling to give, he's been over this iser. The Pasuk says, Nos and Titana, give stalker, give twice, it says the double language, It shouldn't hurt your heart, in other words, it shouldn't be painful if you give. And then once again, give a As a result of this, Hashem will bless you in everything you do and in everything you turn your hand to. This is the 17 mitzvahs which the Ramban adds, which according to him, make up the minion of the Tariq mitzvahs. However, he finishes by saying that, I'm not convinced I'm right, all of the Rambam's right, the way we counted. I'm leaving the final resolution of how to count the mitzvahs to Leo Anovi, who's the one who's going to, in the future, come and answer all our unanswered questions.